Lag Boimer, Lag Boimer. Ah. Ah, Lag Boimer. So, um, okay, there's a few things that we have to discuss about Lag Boimer. Okay, there's a few things we have to discuss. The first thing we have to discuss is as follows. Why is Lag Boimer a day of celebration? The truth of the matter is, if you really go into it, we know that the sphere is a time of Avelis. There are certain halachas that we're not allowed to do, right? There's halachas of music and getting haircuts and getting married. Why? Simply because the Gemara Yivamas tells us that the Talmidim of Rabbi Kiva, 24,000 Talmidim of Rabbi Kiva were nifta, and they died, and therefore they stopped dying on Lag Ba'oimeh, and that's why Lag Ba'oimeh is a celebration. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. That the day that everybody stopped dying, woo, we can have a party, guys, because everybody stopped dying. It doesn't really make any sense. Why is Lag Ba'oimeh the greatest celebration? And if you think about it, I'm not going to discuss all of this right now, one second, one second, I'm not going to discuss all of this, I want to stand for tomorrow, but I do want to say one thing. Reb Shimon was Zoycha to something that almost nobody else was Zoycha to. We don't have even Rabbi Kiva, even Moshe Rabbeinu, okay, but anyway, he's buried, but the point is, there is there's almost nobody that has a yacht site like Reb Shimon, where people fly in from over the world, and people are going there, people Reb Shimon, Reb Shimon, Reb Shimon. What's the greatest Zach of like, what's the greatest Zach of Reb Shimon? I think we have to understand, like I said, you get to me run. Ah. You know what I'm saying? I can't explain it. When you get there, you'll understand, okay? Now, let me give you, let me give you one explanation amongst many. Why like Boim is a celebration? And I think it's important to understand this. I'll tell you why. Mitzvahim, we're going to celebrate, it's going to be Gishmak. Why? Let's understand why we do what we do. Okay, I'm a big believer of that. Let's understand why we do what we do. Okay? There were 24,000 Talmudim Rabbi Kiva that were Nifta during the time of Spirit Sa'imah. You have to understand, Rabbi Kiva was a very, very wealthy person. He'd given everything of his life for his Talmudim, and they all died. It was a terrible, terrible time for Rabbi Kiva. The Gemara tells us that one of the closest relationships of, of, of personal relationship is between a Rebbe and a Talmud. Rebbe Kiva had thousands of Talmudim. These were to me, he was Moisa Nevashib, his life full, and they all died. Can you imagine the grief? Can you imagine the despair that he experienced? Can you imagine witnessing such a tragedy for such a man who had lost 24,000 Talmudim? And they died not just over years, they died in a short period of time between Pesach and Shavuos. It's an amazing, amazing thing. Now, you have to understand that the Talmudim of Rebbe Kiva he had just given smicha to. Right? Now, smicha is a very important thing. What does smicha, what does smicha do? What smicha does is a famous netziv in Parshas Pinchas that talks about the idea of smicha and it gives a person a certain siyat after he's learned all the halachas that he needs to know. It gives a person siyat to be able to pass in, in, in Klal Yisrael. Smicha, basically, is the continuation of the chain of Klal Yisrael. That means when a Rebbe gives smicha to his Talmud, his Talmud eventually becomes a Rebbe who has another Talmud, who has another Talmud, has another Talmud, and it comes all the way from Moshe Rabbeinu, from Harsina, all the way down to us. So smicha was a very, very important part in the chain of the link of Klal Yisrael leading all the way back to Harsina and Moshe Rabbeinu giving the Torah from the Rabbeinu Shlolem, and that's why it was so important. That's why it was important. Now, you have to understand, the Talmudi Rebbe Kiva had just died. Okay? Now, Rebbe Kiva understood that the whole idea of smicha and what it represented was now in danger. Who was going to continue Torah in Klal Yisrael? What was going to be with the Talmudim? What was going to be with the Torah? The Torah would be lost. There'd be no Torah in Klal Yisrael. So he looked at some of his, and he had a few remaining Talmudim, and he decided that was only one Talmud that was Roy to get smicha. 
And that was Rabbi Yehuda ben Bava. Rabbi Yehuda ben Bava was the only one that he, Rabbi Kiva felt was Roy to get smicha at that time. So he gave him smicha on Lag Ba'imah. By the way, there's a minig of Am Rabbonim that gives smicha specifically on Lag Ba'imah to represent what Rabbi Kiva did to his Talmud of Rabbi Yehuda ben Bava. Yeah. Now, that's what he did. Let's continue the story a little bit, Rabbi Say. Amazing story. Again, Chazal, the Gemara tells us all of these things. I'm just reading the article. That on the day that Rabbi Akiva decided that he should train more Talmidim for Smicha, he took five Talmidim. He took five Talmidim to the south of Eretz Yisrael. And these Talmidim were, listen carefully, Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Yossi, and Rabbi Nechemia. These were five Talmidim that he took and he decided he needs to continue the chain and he needs to continue teaching them in order to get them roaring up the level of smicha and everything else. He took them to the south of Eretz Yisrael. However, before he could give them smicha, he was captured and he was tortured and he died at the hands of the Romans. We talk about it in Kinnis of Tishabav, how difficult it was, and he died under terrible, terrible conditions. Now you have to understand, why did the Romans do what they do? Why did they feel it was so important to get rid of Rabbi Kiva? It was very simple. Because they understood that smicha was the continuation of Klal Yisrael. By Rabbi Kiva giving his Talmidim smicha, he's continuing the chain of Klal Yisrael. We need to stop the chain. Therefore, we need to stop Rabbi Kiva from giving smicha. That's why they got rid of him, in order to stop that getting smicha. And not only that, they gave a psaq, they issued a gzera decree, that anyone that gave or received smicha, that will get the death penalty in any city, anywhere, anywhere. Because they needed to stop smicha. Now, Rabbi Yehuda ben Bava, listen carefully, he remember, he got smicha on Lag Ba'ima, that's the story. He got smicha on Lag Ba'ima, okay, and he went with these five Talmidim to the valley, right, they had to hide out, because remember, it was punishable by death. Getting smicha was punishable by death. But he knew, his mission by Rabbi Kiva was to continue giving smicha, to continue Klali Yisrael, learning Torah, and giving psak to Klali Yisrael. So he went to a valley in the middle of two mountains, away from anywhere, and he continued to train his five Talmidim, one of them being Rib Shimon, for smicha. Now the Romans discovered what was happening. The troops came all the way into the valley. When Rabbi Huda realized he was about to be captured, he quickly gave all five Talmidim smicha, and he said to them, to run, run. They said, Rebbe, what is going to be with you? So he responded, I'm a stone and I can never be turned. And he stayed where he was so that the Romans would come after him and everybody else he gave a chance to run away. The Romans captured him and the Gemara in Sanhedrin, Yudala, told us that they threw so many spears into his body that his body became like a sieve. That's how many piercings he got inside his body and that's how hard that was. Rabbi Huda ben Bava, however, accomplished his mission from Rabbi Kiva. Now, Rabbi Kiva, at the time of the story, by the way, was 92 years old. Seydad Dawes told us he just sustained the worst possible blow any person can get. Now, anybody would have said, Rabbi Kiva, maybe you want to retire. You're 92 years old. You spent your whole life teaching Torah, giving over to Talmidim. You did a great job. They all died. It's not your fault. Just give it up now. But no, Rabbi Kiva said, absolutely not. You know where he got this idea from? He got this idea from the rock. The rock that Rabbi Kiva himself saw when he was a, a young man. And he saw the drop, the drops going drop, drop, drop onto the rock. 
Yeah? And he saw that they made a dent. And he said, if that water can make a dent in a rock, then it can make a dent in me. And he decided to learn Torah, and then he got 24,000 Talmudim. So Rabbi Kiva himself got the strength from that nace of the, of the, of the stone. And he said, one more drop. If I give Smika to one Yid, that can save the whole Klali song. And you know what? He did exactly that. He gave Smika to his Talmud, who eventually gave Smika to five more, one of them being Rabbi Shimon by Yechai. By the way, the Gemara tells us in Sanhedrin, Pevov, the Gemara says that if you go, go through, in, it's amazing. Most of the Torah we learn is Mishnah, Sifra, Sifri, Tesefta, and Seda Olam. The Gemara tells us that any uh, anyone unless named otherwise, any Mishnah is who? Reb Any Sifra is Reb Yehuda. Sifri is Reb Shimon. Tesefta is Reb Nechemiah. And Seda Olam is Reb Yaisi. So these five Gedolim, these five Rabbonim that got Smicha from one who got it from Rabbi Kiva, who decided to preserve Klal Yisrael, eventually went on to write basically what we have as our Torah. And therefore, On Lag Ba'oymer became the continuation of the chain of Klal Yisrael. The reason for the celebration on Lag Ba'oymer, and it should taka be a celebration, is because the realization that the continuation of the chain from Moshe Rabbeinu until today happened on Lag Ba'oymer. Because Rabbi Kiva decided, I'm going to continue. And he gave smicha on Lag Ba'oymer. And that Talmud went on to give another five Talmudim who wrote basically much of the Torah that we have today. Rabbi Sai, the celebration on Lag Ba'oymer is not just a celebration of Rabbi Shemin, it's a celebration of Torah. That's why we like fires, we'll talk about it a bit tomorrow. Fire, the Aish of Torah, is Choshev. She give a person a chizak. Think about this for a moment on Lag Ba'oymer. Think about what happened on Lag Ba'oymer, and think about how we ourselves are another link in that chain that can continue the Torah in Klal Yisrael, and tomorrow will continue.